Quiz and Play, uh, your fortnightly podcast discussing gaming news and having shitty opinions and everything. Uh, I'm your host for episode one. My name is Ruben, and I'm here with Will. Hey, hey, meow. And Mark. Hello. Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of gaming news in the last two weeks. It's been a terrifying um, hellscape of gaming news. Um, so... Apart from the last bit. I know, I was going to say, it hasn't been that hellish. The last bit is the last bit's joyous, but we'll get to that. Um, so, ju- literally jumping in first, Nintendo Partner Direct. Which feels like it was forever ago. It already. does feel like it was forever ago. That feels like it was months ago. so much ago. has happened. Yeah. So much has happened in, in <laughs> life in general. Um, so, okay. So, but I don't think really we in general had much positive thoughts on this. If, I mean... From our talks bef- I mean, up to this. I mean, you know, if you like rhythm games, it's yeah. for you. If you like games that are free and involve tanks, it's for you. <laughs> it, it, it could definitely have been the Nintendo Rhythm Game Direct. I feel like that would be a more... Yeah, why don't game. they call it that? Now I think about it. What Rhythm and Tanks. They could have called it, and it would have been been perfect. (laughs) Um, So, um, running down like nobody would have been disappointed. Well, people would have been disappointed. Nintendo fans are always disappointed. (laughs) Always. Um, Why isn't there a rhythm game involving tanks? How how dare they? Uh, What's this boxing shit doing in here? Um, So, to to run down a couple of the games, there's um, uh, Just Dance 2021, which is going to be going until the end of time at this point. Um, until the heat death of the universe, which will be a Just Dance game every year. Definitely, yes. definitely. And I remain surprised that Just Dance 2021, this is where they've announced it, rather than the forward the they forward. did. Mm. Um, what, like a couple of months? Is it a couple yeah, months ago now? Because I, I just think, I just think you know, think about E3, think about an Ubisoft press conference. What's the one thing you pretty much always expect? It's a new Just Dance. Um with their stupid dance montage things that they do yeah. at E3. Yeah, okay. Um, so it's not a surprise. It's maybe a surprise that it took them this long to announce it. No, I think the surprise is that this one's not coming to Wii. <laughs> the Wii is dead. <laughs> the Wii is now officially... The, the Wii is getting no more games. It is dead. I feel, like, it, I feel like everyone I just... I feel like we should take a, a moment of silence. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Moment of silence for the Wii. That'll do. Yeah. Um... It's, it's, it's done. Um, so there was that. There was um, Puyo, Puyo Tetris 2, which also wasn't a rhythm game. No. <laughs> Looking no, forward to it. I only played a little bit of the, the first one um, as a bit of a party game and I quite enjoyed it. Um, never quite got around to picking it up, so I guess I'll pick this one up now. It's I a like good a good game. puzzle game. It's a good, it was a good game. and um, the, the puzzle the fact, game will. Yeah. And the fact that... Um, managed to kind of combine together Puyo Puyo and Tetris that are actually distinctly different from one another mm-hmm. um, and make them competitive that way is was actually really clever, I thought. Um, Taiko no Tatsujin. Drummy, 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 drummy. Drum game. I, I love, I, I played it at a Nintendo event that I was invited to at Nintendo headquarters, the last one, Drum and Fun, on Switch, and they had the little drum set up. My God, I've never been more exhausted nor more frustrated to be in a room because there was always someone on that game, so you, so I could just literally hear drumming for four hours, <laughs> um, 
but yeah it's it's that there, there's there's a fun thing um the, the new kingdom hearts yeah melody of memory which is the least stupid title they've had for a while which is great i mean i'm just as someone who's not that into rhythm games <laughs> are you looking forward to a canon-based rhythm game <laughs> well exactly someone who's not that into rhythm games but has played every single kingdom hearts game and knows that there will be fucking essential lore buried away in this in this um i don't think they're even being subtle about it because Kyrie's like the main character uh, on all the box art and stuff i'll have to find out what it's like mm-hmm. it'll be the first time you ever need to read the synopsis for a rhythm game <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's the first time you need to actually go on YouTube and watch a one of those all of the lore in half an hour videos just to play a rhythm game. Because usually most rhythm <laughs> games, you don't need to know any lore at all. You yeah. can just jump in. But with this one, it's going to be like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> <laughs> it is It is also peak Namira. Oh, yeah. It's um, to be like, what should we do next? A rhythm game. Why not? Because uh, obviously Why that's what every, every Kingdom Hearts fan has been screaming out for. I mean, the interesting thing about this, though, is that um, it's designed by the person who did Theatre Rhythm, mm-hmm. apparently. He's the director. So that means at least it's going to be of pedigree to some description. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be a good rhythm game. Yeah, it's just it's going to be a rhythm game with copious <laughs> amounts of lore in it. And they probably still won't tell us what's in the fucking black box. <laughs> or what the fuck is happening in general. Um, uh, yeah, just the last last couple of things I've got written down for uh, Nintendo Mini. Um, Worth World of Tanks Blitz. <laughs> sure. Um, cool. Great. I'm um, sure somebody was dying for that one. Oh, someone must have been. Uh, Big Rumble Boxing, which is only to me, a standout because it reminds me that Ready to Rumble doesn't exist anymore. And that mm-hmm. just makes me sad. Um, so it doesn't remind me of anything good. Although you can play as Rocky Balboa, so mm, wins. Um, and then the pièce de la résistance of this, it, it, let's be honest, shit direct, um, was the world's worst collection of the saga games that just look fucking awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it worked for the Dragon Quest three games. It worked for Collection of Mana. But that's because they weren't all on the same platform and they weren't all of these really reductive, horrible looking games that Square's probably going to sell quite a lot of money with a really terrible UI. Um, and just, it's like, I know we've discussed this before. It's one of those things amongst ourselves. You know, it's one of those things where I just don't, I don't quite get Square. They will... They will lavish attention upon something like something like the Mana series. You know, look at yeah. Secrets of Mana, look at Trials of Mana. They will lavish so much attention and care on it, and then they come along to other well, they, re-releases well, like Collection Saga, and it's yeah. just like boom. Depends on the platform they're putting it on, though. I mean, they really ballsed up one of the ports on Steam. Oh, you mean Chrono Trigger? Yeah. They fucked that port <laughs> um, to the point they're still repairing it now. That is, th- that was astounding that they managed to get it that wrong. Mm. When all they needed to do was bring over the pissing 3D, no DS version. Mm-hmm. 
DS version. The DS version is really good. Sorted. Fantastic. Um, Don't change anything. But no, they had to go in and change it, change it and fucked it all up. But it is one of these perplexing things about Square that comes down to, you know, not just their their re-releases, but even their releases, you know, where is the quality control? Because everything is so variable. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just can't imagine, I know we're, well, we're talking about a Nintendo Mini Direct now, and I will talk about Nintendo more later. Mm-hmm. You just can't imagine Nintendo allowing such big variation in the quality of what they put out. Want Federation Force? Uh. Yeah. Uh. Also, that's, that's, you know. I mean, that was the game that was disappointing. That were, what, originally, originally on the Game Boy? They right? were, yep. Oh, you know, they're probably just working with what they've got. True, twenty-five like, year game. They probably don't have the original assets, the original code potentially. So what you're getting is emulated ports for people that really want that. Ah, oh, that's a shame, though. It's a shame because the Saga series really does deserve more. And the thing is, like they've been releasing new Saga games or in, in recent times, and they've not done like massive numbers for them. They're not a big franchise, but like the Saga games are good, mm-hmm. and to have this as the as the kind of retro version of it i mean just look at just in comparison it's it, it just insulting in comparison to the dragon quest one two and three collection yeah where the dragon quest games were quite nicely preserved and all, all, albeit yeah i think mark's right it's the upscaling thing because a gba game versus a nes game there's no no it wasn't gba it was gb wasn't it yeah saga original the game original game boy, game boy. so yeah upscaling a Game Boy game versus upscaling a NES game, like the NES game is going to look better. It's It, it, it's, it just stands to reason um, because the Game Boy didn't have any fucking colours. So it, <laughs> it's, it just stands to reason that it would look awful. It's just that shitty overlay gets me as well. The, the terrible... Oh, just don't. I think we need to move on before, before I depress myself <laughs> with this. Let's, let's move on. Um to slightly more optimistic news. <laughs> Gamescom, opening night live, otherwise known as hey. Ruben wants to punch Jeff Keighley. Um, because every event that has him in, I just get incandescent rage that he exists. Well, I don't understand. And that seems to be everywhere. every event. Yeah. Because, he's, because he is kind of the most likable, and I put that in fucking huge inverted commas, um... <laughs> kind of gaming personality he hasn't had any problematic things that have happened that this have come out like this a lot true. of them um he is a relatively decent host for things mm-hmm. um he just has his fingers in too many pies for me which is very very dodgy yeah um and i can't deny the fact that it is really dodgy i mean that whole death stranding thing last year fucked me off so much um if just no, I'm going to put this down now on the podcast. So it's enshrined in law. If you are the producer of an awards ceremony, a game that you have direct involvement with should not be nominated for awards. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's that fair. Seems, that seems fair. And yet Death Stranding won so many awards at the Game Awards last year. And I could not have been more annoyed about it. And I, even more so than that, I couldn't have been even more annoyed than that, that people kept saying, well, he's only the producer of the award. He doesn't pick the the awards. I'm like, that doesn't fucking matter. He's still the producer of the awards. He's picking the people who pick the awards. It's just like... Anyway, let's let's move on. Exhale. Let's move on from Jeff Keighley. Um, 
This was a mixed bag. For sure. Open at nightlife. And everything that's come out of Gamescom actually has been kind of mixed, even since. It's, but there is, there is a little something for everybody in there. Oh, yeah. 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 That is true. I mean, I think the main reason why I was I was so down on it initially um, after before going into it properly um, is because, like, if you go on what they spent the most time on, those are games that were never going to interest me, but were going to interest a lot of people. Yes. Like Call so, of Duty. Stuff and, with broad appeal, but yeah. not necessarily the kind of games mm. that we're on the... Yeah, because Call of Duty seven hundred and twenty six. Yeah, the the non political. Again, one. they'll be making they'll be making those after the heat death of the universe as well, like Just Dance. Yeah, and they still won't be political. Um, <laughs> they will not. Be they will not be political. Nothing political Unlike about Just Dance, war, which is or yeah. Ronald Reagan committing war crimes. Nothing political at all. Hunting down terrorists. Yeah. Not at all political. No. Um. Um. Sam and Max. I have never played Sam and Max. You totally should play, which Sam I know Max. Mark is shocked by um, because of my love and of point and my love of point and click adventures. So um, I'm excited uh-huh. for Sam Max. I mean, you've got Steam, right? I can easily gift you. Sam oh no, Max. I might. Maybe I'll do it on stream at some point. Oh, it's such a good game because I've done point and click on stream before. So um, oh, it's so good. Um, I just wish they had done a remaster of Sam and Max rather than a VR game. <laughs> I'm really hoping it's not all VR. It's probably going to be, but I'm really hoping it isn't. Because if it's all VR, I'm going to be really put off of it. But at the same time, it's Sam and Max, and I really want to play it. <laughs> um, Dragon Age 4, anyone? Yeah. From what we saw, I, which I, was nothing? Nothing. No, it's, um, it's probably two or three years away at least. But I did enjoy Dragon Age Inquisition. Because those um, games are massive, aren't they? Like I've not played, oh, yeah, yeah. I've not played one since Origins. So it was, yeah, it was a good 60, 70 hours at least, if not more. I can't remember. It was, it was very early on in the current generation. Um, so it's been a while since I played Inquisition, but I did enjoy it. Okay, I promise and you, I'm I do not have time for to that. the next one. I do not have time <laughs> for a 60, 70 hour game right now. Not with. 14 right, still be, existing but in three years you might, you might have time for a 60 70 in, in three, game. four years i might well have as opposed to having acquired yet more things for your backlog <laughs> which, i wonder which is more likely <laughs> well i wonder him looking at news of games coming to ps5 um then okay so this one had a lot of time devoted to it and i still don't fucking know what's going on world of warcraft shadowlands or Shadowlands, however they want that to be pronounced. Like, that was a really long, really beautiful, completely baffling trailer. Baffling if you do not have any interest in the lore, definitely. Or baffling if you've um, never played World of Warcraft. I was looking at it going, I'm yes. sure this means something. Um, it's, how- it's an immensely popular MMORPG. True. You know, it's... It's it's right up there with Final Fantasy fourteen. I don't know I don't know where the where the levels are in terms of which one has the most subscribers right now, but you know, it's been around for coming up to like fifteen years, mm. if not longer. God. I mean I'd be I'd be astonished if WoW's not still ahead. Um but I guess it'll be interesting as well to see how this is received when it came out when it comes out, because you know, given that as I understand it, the last WoW expansion did not get the greatest no. reception. There was a mass depart. There was like a mass exodus um, to fourteen. 
including yeah we've got people in our free company who started playing final fantasy 14 because they didn't like the the latest wow expansion um so it'll be really interesting to see you know if blizzard can can turn things around with this one and and also to be fair i know i was quite down on how baffling and inexplicable the trailer was but in all fairness i think anyone who hasn't played final fantasy 14 watching the shadowbringers trailer would have exactly the same response who the fuck are these people why do i care what's going on oh this is pretty what the hell is oh exciting music (laughs) what yeah so yeah it's going to be the same regardless of what you do um and it it seems like they're doing a lot of interesting things with this expansion they've got a lot of kind of uh interesting uh mechanics and tech that they put into things especially around kind of instancing in zones which allows you know it it means that changes that you you know you complete quests and the zones are actually have a material impact um which i find quite interesting and you know people seem to enjoy the game as a whole we'll, we'll 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 see like um as Will said, I don't I don't know the numbers, and I don't think WoW have announced the numbers. I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen are very open about. Yeah, but they're open, but the numbers that we normally get are, are lifetime subscribers, so we, we never have any view of how many. I guess unless you want to look at ser- you know server base and things. Yeah. Um. We we never know quite how many people are a- active subscribers. In 14. True. That's that. That is true. Um. So more from Gamescom. We had um, the we had more information and more gameplay, etc. From Crash Four, uh, Ratchet and Clank, um, two game series that I've never really played a huge amount of. I would really recommend. Ratchet I mean, and Clank. I, I mean, I played bits and pieces of the original Crash trilogy back on the PlayStation, but it was. It was my brother that had a PlayStation, so I never had my own PlayStation. So I only played bits and pieces here and there. Um, I just remember thinking, this isn't, I mean, it, it's a good platformer, but it's no Mario. Yeah. I don't know, it's really emulating Mario, but once you've played Mario, you're kind of a bit spoiled. Yeah, it's because Mario, which we will get to, um, is it, it's precision platforming versus Crash, which is more action platforming. Mm-hmm. Um. So therefore, the controls in Crash are designed to be more slippery and therefore, by default, are more fucking frustrating than Mario's controls. Um, but what they showed of Crash 4 looked... Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, Crash... I mean, Crash Crash is not for me, but I'm pleased for, for the Crash fans out there. Um, like Mark, I've actually also never... I've never played Ratchet & Clank. Um, but I've been no, excited since, since the PlayStation event because it looks... It looks mm. fun. It, it looks, looks, looks exciting. It looks beautiful. Um, I'm really excited to, and we know it's going to be launch window now as well for PlayStation yeah. Five. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting my teeth into it when did the new console you, comes out. Did either of you get Ratchet and Clank when it was on PS Plus? No, I don't know. It might well be sat in my PS Plus backlog. I'm not Ruben sure. and I are actually sat recording this in the same room, and I'm getting a withering look right now. Like, just get all of the PS Plus games if you're on PS Plus. It makes no sense not to... Oh, apart from the shit ones that you wouldn't be interested in. Like, whenever Call of Duty, <laughs> whenever Call of Duty comes up on the PS Plus, oh I'm like, no. no. Hard pass. Um, that, is not being, that is not tainting my account. Thank you very much. Um, so, uh, then we had Little Nightmares 2, which I've not played the original Little Nightmares, and in all fairness, it looks like it would scare the shit out of me anyway, so... 
It looks like it looks yep, like Inside no, and Limbo, which I fucking hated. Yeah, I don't do well with scary games. I loved Inside and Limbo. They were brilliant. I hated why why were the characters in Inside and Limbo so such such useless fucking goobers? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have fallen at the distance that it would take for me to get out of bed. I am dead now. Fuck off. <laughs> like oh, those get but so you'd probably like Little Nightmares then, if you've not played it. Because it does look very I have never played it. But you don't like horror, though, do you? Either. I don't mind some horror in games. Okay. I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of horror films. I don't know why. I don't know why I make that distinction, but I do. I don't mind some horror-based games. So okay. it's something to look. But I, I have never played Little Nightmares. I would suggest that giving it a look because everything I've seen of it, it does look like Limbo and. Um, inside just okay. with a very kind of body horror um kind of unsettling atmosphere um s- spin to it okay now time for possibly all three of our favorite game from the thing that got exactly the amount of time it needed wwe battlegrounds yay that wasn't mm. 20 minutes completely fucking wasted in that broadcast was it i mean who doesn't like to have a good wrestle with another man I mean, that it looks sure. so much like a PlayStation Two game. It does, and that and the thing is, we don't, we don't. I, I agree with Mark on this, and we don't mean that as in like PS Two games look bad. We mean this looks like one of the bad PS Two games. Mm. Um, just the 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 quality of the animation, the quality of the models. It just looked very dated. I mean, what and are we the expecting style, though? Think. It's two K. They fucked up the last <laughs> wrestling game. They're gonna fuck up this one. Um, they almost lost their license with the last one. So, I mean, it's also like I I know a concerning amount about wrestling because of my husband's obsession with it. But like, as far as I understand it, as well, if you're really into wrestling, WWE is not where it's at anymore either. And also, if you're really into wrestling, Battlegrounds does not look like the sort of game you'd want to play anyway. Mm-hmm. It looks like an arena. It looks like an arena fighter. It doesn't look like a wrestling game. Um, and I, from what I've seen on the internet and you can only trust so much obviously the internet is uh, is a hell pit most of the time um but there doesn't seem to be anyone who is positively responding to this game WWE battleground seems to be widely panned by everyone ready to be consigned to the dustbin of history yeah but at least yeah. it means so if, if you are interested it'll be cheap really quick <laughs> this is true <laughs> um like anthem Oof. See an anthem for four quid the other day was a harrowing experience. Um, but seriously, onto stuff that is actually enjoyed by us rather than me joking. Star Wars Squadrons over to Mark. Yes! <laughs> I love me a bit of Star Wars, and it has been way too long since we've had a space based combat game in Star Wars universe. Way too long. Who doesn't want to jump into a TIE fighter or a, uh, an X Wing and have a bit of a dogfight in space? I mean, didn't. Just fun. Did. Didn't Battlefront 2 have space combat? Or did it just not have that entirely and the game was shitter than even I could have imagined? No, I it it I I actually have never played Battlefront 2, but that is mostly what? because it's primarily a squad-based online shooter, which is not really up my alley. Fair. I much prefer single player based story games, which is why Star Wars Squadrons is on my radar. Pun intended. Um, (laughs) should have seen a pun coming Um, 
But the and the fact that it's in VR as well is 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 quite exciting. So mm-hmm. that's what I was going to ask. But at least like, at least VR? optionally, option for you. Like, is VR something that you would be interested in for it? Or definitely, yeah. I've got a PSVR, so I can I can at least give it a go. Um, I think the idea of being able to you know sit down in your cockpit, be able to look around. Who I miss is. Beg your pardon. Um, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this one. It looked great from the trailer they showed at Gamescom. Um, the story seems quite interesting, set a little way after Return of the Jedi, after the fall of the Empire. Mm-hmm. And short of being able to have a lightsaber in VR, this is the next best thing. Good to know. I mean, that, that must... That, that, that... Didn't they? Didn't they have uh, lightsaber in VR? The, the Star Wars Connect thing. Um, I mean, you're expecting well, us to play Connect. I mean, I just VR. said Connect, so therefore it's already redundant. So let's move on. Um, so one Star Wars to another. Sims Four Star Wars Edition. Uh, I can't remember what the Somehow actual title was. Somehow not the craziest called. crossover of that entire event, but yes. Um, yeah. I mean, as I like to refer to it, um, Disney Hotel Sims I- crossover. Because as far as I can tell, that's what it is. Disney have given them a shitload of money. Yeah. Um, It'll be Disney next. Sims 4 Disney will be the next one, for sure. Um, or Marvel. Or Marvel. Oh, Sims. fuck. I'm amazed they haven't or done Marvel. that. Oh, wait, no. Marvel, they're, they're, they're putting all of their eggs in the Fortnite basket, aren't they? And it's, pr- it's probably, I mean, you know, given given where Avengers is at, that you've got the Lego games, it's probably a bit more of a, an IP minefield in terms of who's been given rights to what. Oh, who knows who has the right to Avengers at this point? Um, but I don't see the... Po- I mean, forgive me if I'm wrong, because I've not played The Sims since the first game, but I don't see the point in a Star Wars crossover. <laughs> Are you going to be able to go to a bar and someone tells your Sim, we don't serve your kind here? Because yes. that would just be amazing. <laughs> While they're playing cantina music in the background. Yeah, if the Mos Eisley Can cantina make- music's not in the game, I'm going to be pissed. Can I make my sim a droid? Yes. Ooh. Can you make your sim a droid? Can you make your can can you have um can you have a shootout with Greedo? Like if you can't have these things, then why does it exist? Can you have a protocol droid in an R2 unit who are just like wandering around the house tidying up for you? Yes. While bickering. Yes. Like it I just don't <laughs> I don't I don't see why it exists. Um, um but yeah, I just, I don't get it. Um, but then again, I don't, I'm not a big sim person, like simulator person in general. Um, just a couple more from Gamescom. There was 12 Minutes, which was not a new trailer, Jeff Keighley. Um, he did not exclusively reveal the game, <laughs> twat. It was, it was revealing that there are now famous voice actors, which actually slightly diminishes my opinion of the game as it currently stands. It still looks really intriguing. Though. It does look really intriguing, but famous voice actors? Eh. Yep. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's the right move. Um, are they are they compensating for something else by bringing in famous voice actors? Precisely. Plus, also, Willem Dafoe doesn't exactly have the best track record with games because the last one he was in was that. Oh my god, I've forgotten his name. The one with Ellen Page, Beyond Two Souls. Yes, and that game wasn't great. Um, and then finally. Warframe and Fall Guys updates. 
Fall I mean, Guys! Yes, Fall Guys! I mean, we're all big Fall Guys fans, I think. Um, I actually really love Warframe as well. I've not played that in a while. Uh, I need to get back into that, but I don't have time because um, I'm playing Fall Guys, basically. Um, Fall Guys and Final Fantasy fourteen. that's been my... It's basically been our weekend so far, hasn't it? It has been our weekend so far. Um, that sounds like a good weekend. It is. It's, I mean, it's, it's such a good game. Such a, a medieval themed as well. I'm just so excited. It's it's such a such a such a good game, and as I know, um, as I know, we've all found out. You know, it's it's fun to play. It's fun to watch. Um, so many people are streaming it on Twitch, and you go into Full Guys and streams, and so many it. people come along and watch it because it's just fun, mm-hmm. and it's just like. At this point in 2020, it's hit at the right moment. It's just the escapist, stupid nonsense that we need. Um, yeah. In a hellhole. It's got year. basically two controls. Anybody can play it. It requires almost no skill whatsoever. And as as and Ruben, it's just bonkers. It's just the right amount of bonkers. Uh-huh. And as Reuben saw me doing earlier, I can run around as a jelly bean that is a unicorn slash fairy wearing a tutu. Um, and what's not to like about that? Who did the most incredible pirouette off of a stage? <laughs> yeah, literally pirouetted. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, like Mark's completely right. Anyone can play this game. Anyone can enjoy this game. It was free on PS Plus, which was an astonishingly good move. Um, and the thing is, like, even the leveling system in it, you get levels even if you don't qualify for anything ever. You still get levels, which means you can still get crowns. You can still get the currency. It's like it's up there with that kind of Splatoon version of leveling. Of like, we yeah. know that kids are going to come along and play this. We want to not make them feel bad because also because the levels don't actually mean anything. Anything. They just they just mean they that you get rewards. Gear. Yeah, yeah. So like, fine. And the gear is entirely cosmetic. So there's no. I've got to level seventy five, so therefore I've got the best gear. Therefore I'm going to win. Indeed. Yeah. It's. Yeah, it's not like a normal... I, the the playing field is always level. Yeah, game, the gear doesn't matter. The gear is completely cosmetic. Like, it doesn't affect you at all. I don't know. I like to feel that I play a lot better as a as a unicorn fairy. Well, once I get a pirate outfit, I'll, I will probably corroborate that. Um, but with pirates. <laughs> um, right, okay. So, I think now might be a good time for us to do some... Backlog bingo! Yes! <laughs> so, on this one, because we don't have... We, ha- we, ha- we haven't had our, our cooler and our gamer decided on yet. Uh, well, we have had them decided on, but we haven't actually picked the games, etc. Uh, we're we're going to use this segment, just a quick segment, to go through the games that we all have on our bingo cards um, to explain the game in case you missed 0.1. Um, and if so, shame on you. Where were you? Um, Backlog, we'll wait. Backlog Bingo is going to be a game that we're going to do every single episode in which there's going to be one game picked from our backlog by one of the rest of us that we then have to play at least four hours of and then report back on whether we thought it was good or whether we thought it was shit in the next episode um via rng we have ascertained that i am the gamer for the next episode and I will be choosing what you have to play, Ruben. Yes. We let the dice decide, quite yes. literally. Quite literally. 
dice were actually rolled. So if both of you wanted to go through what your lists are, and then I'll go through mine and then we'll do the pick. I think that's the sensible. That sounds like a good idea. Way around. So okay. which of you wants to go first with your list? Arch, like I first. I'll jump straight in. Yeah. So um, anyone who listened to the to who did listen to 0.1, well done. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, will have heard that I actually don't have that much of a backlog. So um, I have rapidly been buying games and expanding my backlog, <laughs> as Ruben has even seen today. <laughs> They've arrived. Uh, as a game has started arriving, so that my backlog is bigger. Um, oh, and it's also that I, I, I've got sure. some stuff in my backlog that's that's saved for stream and stuff. So mm. you know, I need to think carefully about what I'm what I'm doing where. Um, so um, I've gone with games um, that either you know. I feel like I should have played. There's a couple of games I tried playing and gave up. Um, and then some games that are probably really not going to be my type of game, but I thought it might be amusing. Um, so starting in that vein, Dark Souls. Um, oh Dark Souls choice. Remastered. Um, if you hear screaming coming from Derbyshire, then you know what's happening. Um, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, uh, which is the one on Switch. Um I kind of always feel like I've wanted to get into Monster Hunter. Um, it's always seemed a bit impenetrable. Um, I played about an hour of this, bought it on sale, played about an hour, never touched it again. So it's a chance to go back to it. Um, God of War, which I know Cheers. everyone bangs on about, um, but I played for about an hour and a half and got annoyed with it and stopped. <laughs> so I want to go back really and see if I've missed something. God of War. It's got for the year it came out. Uh, certainly from a PlayStation point of view, yes, definitely. Um, I think just the just the story in it alone was, was great, um, and yes, it's a little bit challenging to begin with. But I think once you get the hang of the combat, um, you'll fly through it. Well, <laughs> good luck to you. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Oh, there we go. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So God of War. We'll see. I feel like I feel like everyone raves about it so much that I must have missed something. So I'll give it a try. Maybe it was just the wrong game at the wrong time. Um, then we have Doom, um, the 2016 Doom, um, don't really yeah, play first person shooters, yeah, so let's see how I get on with that, uh, Fortnite, because, you know, it's a phenomenon, um, I originally put it in this list thinking I've never really played a Battle Royale, that's not true anymore, um, because I spend most of my days running around as a unicorn fairy, um, in Fall Guys, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, mm. Give Fortnite a try and see what it's like. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Just... Oh, what were you going to say, Mark? I was going to say, just don't try and play it on an iPhone. Oh, no, God knows. I'm going to play it. I'll probably play it on Switch. I'm not going to try and play it on an iPhone because obviously that would not be possible. Um, at the moment, at least. Um, plus, ugh, who wants to play things on without actual buttons? Oh, give me buttons, please, and sticks. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason why I can't play on mobile. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, I have got it, I've just never got around to it. Um, so I thought I'd give that a try. Um, this one is here to try and please you, Mark. Um, I thought I should put in at least one Metroidvania, um, because, you know, I don't necessarily get on with them. So, Hollow Knight. Um, that is a challenging choice to go with, I have to admit, <laughs> because it is not the most forgiving of Metroidvania games. I second this. Everyone seemed to like it, though. Everyone who was playing it. it was ranting and raving about it. So I love it. It was just the one that I came to mind as like I... a recent Metroidvania that um, everyone had banged I on about. The, I, f I found the, the punishment for death a little bit 
too much, which just made the game really stressful for me to play. Um, so if you, if you, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how you got on with it. So if you wander around Derbyshire and you bump into me looking really stressed, um, I'm currently playing Dark. Dark Knight, Hollow Knight, Dark Souls, or Hollow Knight. <laughs> both of them would actually. Dark Knight. I'm just going to be playing both in some kind of new combined version. Um, another genre I don't really get on with um, SRPGs. So Fire Emblem Three Houses is on my list um, to please Ruben, who is shocked and appalled that I've never actually played a Fire Emblem game. I am so pleased you're playing Three Houses. Um, and finally, um, Metal Gear Solid Five. It's just one of those series I've never really. Husband is obsessed with it, but. Um, it's never clicked, but I thought I'd give it a go because I know everyone talks kind of about how open world five is and how many, you know, how much how much choice and freedom you have to do it the way that you want to do it. So it sounds quite interesting, but yeah, we shall I'm see. Quite sure, Solid Five. It it definitely deviates from the standard Metal Gear Solid template, um, and it's definitely a lot less cutscene heavy. Um, although the opening is still baffling if you've never played a Metal Gear Solid game. I mean, my, generally what I've understood from it, from watching Mark play Metal Gear Solid games is that it's genuinely quite baffling, full stop. So, well, yes. I mean, that is that is the one thing that doesn't deviate from a Metal Gear Solid game. <laughs> but that is me. Those are my nine games, so... Um... Over to you, Mark. Yes, so, uh, the first game on my list is one that well, makes both of you very happy that I'm going to play properly, which is Near Automata. Yay! So excited. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've played some, but certainly not enough for me to be able to form a proper opinion of it yet. Unle- um, unless you've made it to at least the the third or fourth ending, then you've really not played it. Yeah, no, yeah, you need to have made it to at least No, I, I didn't even make it to the first ending, so... <laughs> <laughs> we shall see how that goes. Uh, the second game on my list is uh, The Sims 4. Um, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier with regards to Gamescom. Now, I put this list together kind of before the Gamescom reveal, so it has nothing to do with that really, other than I've not played a Sims game since the original Sims game. Um, I'm where I had a lot of fun. Wars expansions coming out. Oh. <laughs> I don't intend on buying Star Wars expansion for this. Fair but enough. We'll see. Ooh, but I mean, like, we. Yeah. I mean, I could do, I guess, now that Maybe eating your so words. Much, maybe just to find out. Yeah, this is true. Uh, next on the list is Tacoma, which is a a game from the same people that made uh, Gone Home, uh, but it's on a space station. But my understanding is very similar mechanics. It's, I love Gone Home. That's such a good game. Such a good game. Mm-hmm. And short. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> nice and short. Uh, I wonder why you could have chosen that one for backlog, Big <laughs> I, I, I have no idea how long the length of Tacoma compares to the length of Gone Home, but just the emotional impact at the end of Gone Home really got to me. A lot of those games have that sort of thing, though. Think of the, um, is it the Vanishing of Ethan Carter as well. Mm-hmm. Is another like short but emotionally powerful game. Yeah. Uh, next on my list is Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Um, just another game that everyone seems to rave about, uh, and I've never got around to playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cross Code, which 
I picked purely as I was going through my backlog based on the uh, the art banner for it. I thought, oh, I'll pick that. So I know almost nothing about CrossCode other than it's on my list. <laughs> and you like the art banner. Yes. I'd be interested to hear what you think of that because I've played quite a lot of CrossCode. Okay. Uh, Halo Anniversary. Um, again, I... I describes Halo Infinite as looking painfully generic, so I've decided to give the franchise a fair shot and go back and play from the beginning and to see what I really think of the original Halo. Um, uh, the next... Yeah, I, I think we both, we both just... We don't really know. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. Never appealed. <laughs> I mean, I do I do love a first-person shooter, you see. So, it should you fit know, with, maybe, your, yeah, maybe, with your kind of interests. I mean, but we will see. We'll see. Um, one that's been sat on my on my PlayStation shelf since it came out that I just for some reason have never got around to putting the disc in the in, in, in the PlayStation is the Last Guardian. I, I don't know if either no. played. I played. Um, I think I've played Ico and I've played Shadow of the Colossus, but I've not played the Last Guardian. I've also not played it, but I'm I'm still just slightly astonished. That it finally, finally, finally did get released. Oh yeah, it's like came out. Yes, yeah. stupid. It's like a Nomura delay. <laughs> um, the eighth game on my list is the latest uh, game from um, the people that made Life is Strange. So mm-hmm. tell me why. Uh, which I'm very interested to play. And finally, um, puzzle-based game, The Gardens Between. The Gardens Between has been on my list. I've been watching that for ages. I've, again, I've heard a lot of people say how good that game is. So, I'm, again, expectations are high. Excited to play. Yes. Okay, so I guess on to me. So, the, the, Ruben. the supposed victim of this episode. So, um, my list, I decided to cover like games from across different platforms just because I own loads of game platforms. Um, and it makes it easier for me to manage all my backlogs. Um, firstly, Celeste. Mm-hmm. I've not spoken to I've a single person. Things. I've not heard a single bad thing said about Celeste. I say I have to get around to playing Celeste at some point. Hmm. But it's on the... No, you didn't get the bundle, did you? I didn't get the bundle, no. Um, I, I I think I must own about two or three copies of this game across different <laughs> platforms, having got the... I think I have it... In I think it's I think it's in Xbox Game Pass. It was in the um, the, the bundle we, that we got, Ruben, the um, racial equality bundle. Um, I also very very nearly picked this for my backlog bingo actually. So we nearly had a duplicate, despite thousands of games between us. We have <laughs> yeah. our backlog. We somehow nearly very nearly had a duplicate entry in our backlog. And there's me thinking I was being unique. Um, Speaking of which, second game on my backlog, Chibi Robo Ziplash. <laughs> a game which hardly anyone played and nobody who played it liked. So we'll see, won't we? Um, then Persona 5. Because you aren't spending enough hours playing yeah. JRPGs. Yeah, I'm not spending enough time on Final Fantasy XIV or Fall Guys, so apparently I need a game that's going to take about 100 hours. You didn't have enough time for Dragon Age, but you do have enough time for Persona 5. <laughs> yes! Um, I, it's, 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 it's a game that people just keep telling me I need to play so it's on here along with 
Undertale, my fourth game, which everyone keeps saying I need to play. And I didn't play it at the time because everyone kept telling me I needed to play it. And I was like, well, see, well, I'm not playing it now. Well, now yeah. I'm not doing it. Now I'm um, playing it. And that was literally my response. It's just like, no, I'm not doing it now. You could toys it. out the pram. Yeah, you, like you, you, you tried too hard. Um, then game number five, Dino Crisis Two. I really enjoy Dino Crisis Two. I have never played, played Dino it a long time ago. I mean, it's got dinosaurs in it. What's not what it's like? Yeah, true. I love Dino Crisis One. I don't know why I never played Dino Crisis Two, but. I mean, I mean, it feels like you could say it's got dinosaurs in it. What's not to like about Star Fox Adventures? And yet, that was Star Fox Adventures was a bit lackluster. Yes, but then again, Star Fox Adventures wasn't supposed to be a Star Fox game. But we can't get into that now. Um, but it was supposed to be a dinosaur game. It was <laughs> supposed to be a dinosaur game. Yes. Um, so, si- uh, game number six, Arkham Knight. Love the Arkham games. I Ditto. love the Arkham games, and I never played Arkham Knight. You played all the rest. Yes. I played even Origins, which was shit. But yes. like, um, I played them all, and the thing is, by the time I played through the other three, and Night came out, I was like, I'm really burned out on this sort of game now. And then it's and now it's been like what, like two or three years since it came out, and I've still not played it. I think it's so possible with with action adventure, and it's especially possible with like entries in the same series of action adventure because it just becomes so samey. Yeah, if you play one after the other. Um, well, I'd be really interested to hear what you have to say about Arkham Knight Raider trilogy. Yeah, yeah. That's why you've not finished Shadow yet, because so I played the first two back to back, and then I was like, I've had enough of Tomb Raider. Oh, as I played them properly, spaced out the Tomb Raider ones. So um, it's it's kind of more the experience I was having earlier this year with Assassin's Creed, and it was yes. all just becoming which assassin am I, which city am I? I remember you got burned out completely on Assassin's Creed earlier. Um, game... I, mean, I got burned out just playing one Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I, I, I can't deal with Assassin's Creed; it bores the shit out of me. Um, but to each their own. Game number seven, Shadows of the Damned. Which sounds interesting just from its title alone. Mm-hmm. It's a I know nothing about. It is a Suda 51 game. And if anyone has played a Suda 51 game, i.e. No More Heroes, et al., Killer 7, and stuff like that, you will know just how bonkers this fucking game is from its description. I won't go into its description. I'll do that once I get to it. But, like, the game sounds nuts. Um, game number eight, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, hashtag FE peak JRPG now. Yes, yes. Not quite Kingdom Hearts, but it's getting there. I've been meaning to pick this up, but still haven't. So um, I'll be really interested to hear what it's like. Because I, 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 I will fully admit, when it came out on Wii U, um, I remember seeing trailers of it and stuff and thinking like, what on earth is this? Why would anyone play this? And then when it was announced for Switch, suddenly all these people were coming out of the woodwork going, oh my god, it's amazing. It's one of the best JRPGs I've ever played. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I mean, the only thing I know about it is you form a J- J-pop group, don't you? It's yes. Just, and just that in itself is a <laughs> stupid concept for a JRPG. And then finally, game number nine, a game that I've never played, and it is a huge gap in my gaming history, Jet Set Radio. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I never had a Dreamcast. I am intending to resolve that now. But not, on a not on a Dreamcast. I'm not going to buy a Dreamcast. Um, no, I'm playing it on Steam. Um, I got it because it was in sale, and I was like, I've never played this game before. <laughs> and I still haven't played it since because, you know, Steam. Backlog. S- yeah, still fucking Steam, but Steam has, Steam's been terrible for my backlog. This is why I'm so pleased I've never properly got into PC gaming because like Steam's sales would just destroy me. They, they, they are very good. 
So, Will, the bingo caller mm-hmm. of episode one. Mm-hmm. Which game am I... I mean, there are lots of these games that um, I'm really excited about, I'm really excited to hear about. Um, but a number of them I'm excited to hear about because I want to play them as well. So I'm not going to like let you go off and have that pleasure of games <laughs> that I want to fun. play. Um, I'm going to try and get some of these under my belt as well. Um, so on that note, I'm going to pick um, Arkham Knight as the okay. only one of the games that I've actually played. Um, and I would be really interested to hear what you think because um, I think it did change things um, from the ones before it. So I'd be interested to hear what you think about kind of some of the mechanics and things um, that are in Arkham Knight. Okay, so... Tune in for episode two when I'm going to have my thoughts on Arkham Knight and we will pick the next victim, essentially, and the next caller as well. So, yeah, tune in for that. So on to the final thing, the big thing, the thing that we're all fucking creaming ourselves over. The thing that came out of nowhere. The thing that fucking shadow drop like a bitch super mario 35th direct yay yes fucking just right everything in this i love the fact it just like just three o'clock on a thursday afternoon just they went, went here bitches yeah fuck here. tones and mario games i i love that like a week before they did um a partner direct almost it almost now feels in retrospect like that partner direct was there just to troll everyone yeah and everyone's going, oh, when are you going to announce some games? When are you going to announce some games? I want some games. I want some games. And, and now it's just like, like what games, bitches? If, they, if they'd have shown that partner direct afterwards, nobody would have paid any attention to it. That is true. That is, well, no one paid any attention to it anyway. People have paid attention to it. But I mean, the Kingdom Hearts fandom appears to be paying attention, attention to it. it but, um... but the Kingdom Hearts fandom will take whatever they can get. Um my god this was this 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 i mean i don't know whether we want to start with the smaller games in this or whether we want to uh, uh, and the smaller things and then... yeah let, let, let's build up to the exciting things <laughs> okay so smaller things game and watch a, a, a kind of mario 35th game and watch which looks amazing that has the original mario brothers lost levels and the mario game and watch game i think it's called ball and, still and a clock has a clock reason. in it because it was a, a watch just and I believe I read somewhere it's got 35 hidden secrets in it. I don't know what that means. Um, but I guess that ties in with the fact that it's the 35th anniversary. Who the fuck knows? Like, um, I, I want one. I've ordered one. <laughs> I haven't ordered one yet, but I desperately want one. It needs to go in in my gaming room on the shelves. I've ordered one. Because it looks gorgeous. It just looks beautiful. I, I just, I, I'm just such a bitch for Nintendo. <laughs> I know I am. That's, that, that, that's always been one of my biggest issues. Um, next, I don't know whether we whether whether we wanted to put this one later, but I'm putting this one here. That Mario Kart AR thing that I that can't remember the name of because it has a really the thing that, the thing that's like part drone, part electrics, part Mario Kart. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's right up there with kind of um, the Labo kits and that it kind is. of thing. You know, I was thinking it's Labo, just it's just a Nintendo being very Nintendo. Uh, yeah, it is. But the only way it feels like it's not Nintendo being very Nintendo is is this is the company that endlessly tried to make us put on a wrist strap when using our controllers that we didn't throw them across the room. I can just see it now, like the newspaper headline about about some parent who sent flying because, because they step on 
um, the little cart. Um, cat but it looks like fun. Th- it looks like fun. What? I just, I, the only what? thing I wonder is like how, what, and it's interesting you mentioned Labo and stuff, like what longevity is it going to have? Is it going to be something that you'll play a couple of times and it's a gimmick and you'll be like, oh, this is fun and you'll never go back? Or um... The price is a little bit of a a barrier, I think, for this. Because I think it's coming in at £100. Um, The Mario cart. You then have to buy another kit to get Luigi. Oh, it doesn't come with Mario and Luigi. Oh, that's bad. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oof. Painful. That's really bad. Um, my god um, I can't believe you have to buy the Luigi separately that's really bad like, I didn't know that um, so next and also something I'm so pissing excited about All Stars on Switch Online which I fucking predicted All Stars on Switch Online is very exciting yes I predicted I this we had a conversation about this really because I, or I've had a conversation with somebody about it, because, no, it was you. I'm sure we had a conversation about this. Because um, it's just the perfect, perfect release for the 35th anniversary. Yeah. And not to mention, like, it just makes sense. Just release it for free onto, well, free, onto Switch Online, and then everyone can play Super Mario All-Stars. Yep. What I don't appreciate is Nintendo Life gave it a really shitty review. So I'm like, fuck off. Mario All Stars, bitches, leave it alone. Um, <laughs> love Mario All Stars. I just uh, irritatingly, I'm away from home at the moment, and I don't have my Switch on me. It was and literally I, the first thing he said when he saw that announcement. He's like, "Damn, I didn't bring my Switch." Yeah, all I fucking want is to play Mario Lost Levels. Fucking, um, and I can't because my Switch is fucking fifty odd miles away. Um, then another ex- another thing that excited me, and probably very little else. Super Mario Brothers 35. <laughs> Tetris 99, but Mario. <laughs> Tetris 99, Mario. I mean, it is, it's, it's perplexing. It looks like it would be bonkers fun and it's free. It's, so, like, how can you really complain? Like, yeah. I'll go and give it a shot and see what I think. Yeah, it's entirely free. And not only that, but, like, it has, like, the reason the, the, the reason I made those 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 links isn't just because it's Mario but Battle Royale it's got the same UI yeah it's literally Tetris 99 repurposed for Mario it is it is by the same developer oh Super Mario Brothers 35 has been developed by the same team that did Tetris 99 I am surprised I am shocked (laughs) um okay so big one of the one of the big ones Super Mario 3D World one of the last bastions of the Wii U I love Super Mario 3D World so much. I remember um, the trailer coming out. I think I was saying this to you, wasn't I, Ruben, when we were watching it together? Um, I remember that that first trailer that came out for it, and I was a bit like, and then they brought in the second trailer that had, like, the cool jazzy music, and I was just like, I love this. And it's so... It's just fun. It's whimsical. I really enjoy it. It comes up with loads of different ideas. Yeah. And I also love that they're bringing... uh, some extra content with this release as well. Bowser's Fury. What is it? Like they've not said. Is it? Is it going to be like additional levels? Is it additional story? They've not said anything. It's exciting. It is very exciting. It was an exciting tease at the end. At the mm. end, and not only that, but um, if you if you met, noticed, they talked about Bowser's Fury. Um, they've mentioned the online multiplayer. Yeah. So we're going to be able to do our 
uh, multiplayer online now, which I'm is great. So, that's such a good feature. I probably um, that wasn't in it originally. And they and they've kind of said, you know, there are going to be a lot of other changes. Yeah. But so we don't know what they are yet. They, you know, they're just saying there's going to be other stuff. Um, so it's exciting. And you know, we talked right back at the beginning of the episode about the Wii being dead. Um, it seems the Wii U is very much alive and it's yes. now called the Nintendo Switch. Yes, might as well be. There's like a couple of games left on that console now that I haven't been ported across. Um, but the thing is, yeah, online multiplayer, I think, was such a good idea. I can't it's going to be a game changer. Yeah, it, like especially with that particular game. And I guess, presumably, it must have been something that, you know, they've they've built similar infrastructure for um, for ugh, Mario Maker 2. So... Um, you know, if they built the infrastructure, they can roll it out again. Yeah. So, who doesn't have a pre-order for Super Mario 3D All-Stars? I actually currently have two pre-orders for Super <laughs> Mario 3D All-Stars. I do need to cancel the one that I no longer need. But, um, yeah. I, I pre-ordered that the second it appeared on the Nintendo website. I waited until Shop 2 and then did the same. There. I did the Nintendo website, and then when it went on Shop 2, pre-ordered it on Shop 2, and now we'll be cancelling my Nintendo website pre-order. Just Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Oh my god. Yeah, all up Some level of HD. To 720 at least. Yeah, 720 for 64. Um, it's going to be 1080 for um, for the other two. Docked. Um, yeah, when docked. Yeah, well, because the screen doesn't have 1080 they, anyway I mean, on the Switch. I mean, Galaxy in particular already looked incredible, even though yeah. it was a Wii game. Um, so just seeing that in HD is going to look I mean, I, th- I think the only one... I mean, I'm expecting Sunshine to look really good as well. Um, you know, 64 is the only one of them that's that's aged, looks, yeah, aged graphically, but that's because it just didn't really have... Uh, you know, it didn't really, didn't really have an art it's... style. It was Its art style was, we've managed to make this in 3D. But it was 60-bit, yeah, it was 64. It was the Nintendo 64, yeah, it was so yeah. long ago. Um, but, whereas, you know, you know, the one thing Nintendo have always been good at, even if, um, you know, people endlessly claim that they bring out underpowered consoles, which they do compared to the others, art style. Mm-hmm. Art style is, is such a big piece of the puzzle, and Nintendo have it. Um, and it means that when they come to re-release games and up them, they look beautiful still. They still look good. But the thing is, you you say that though about Mario sixty four, but the footage, the the on switch footage they show during that trailer, it looks so much crisper, so much cleaner, oh, so much more. Definitely, definitely, it, it yeah. looks so colourful and bright. Like it, they may not have had an art style in mind at the time. Like I, I have no doubt you were right that they were just looking at it and going, "We need to make this three D," and then just went with whatever they could do to make it three D. But it's become an art style over yeah. time. Mm. This is true. And yeah, and you know, when you when you consider the limitations that they were working with as a, a first generation N sixty four game, it had to be ready for launch. Launch game, yeah. So the fact that it's so well revered mm-hmm. despite those things. I just I can't even now. I can't wait to jump into Galaxy. I'm just and, you know, so... and a lot of that comes down to what we were talking about earlier, just about how perfect nintendo have got the way that mario controls yeah like every mario game that's ever been released well and i'm just hoping like the you know the one flaw i can really think of in in um original mario 64 is probably although you know it was groundbreaking at the time but it's that camera um and if we can just get an upgrade to the camera that game could be as you know that game's gonna have a whole new lease of life mm-hmm. um i don't know whether they would change that though 
But they effectively no. have they effectively have a, a camera that's that's not dissimilar from what we used to today, where you just you just had to use those stupid little C buttons to try and move it around. And it was less responsive. Which will now be mapped to the other stick. That's true. So that's true. And also it might be might be a little better. It's we'll see. We'll see. Also you've had DS through a Super Mario three uh 60, Super Mario sixty four DS as well, which did have a different camera mm-hmm. um control system. So it's not inconceivable. Mark though <laughs> I wonder I wonder how much you are because I know I'm not keenly missing the in, the addition of Galaxy 2. You know I I'm not saying that it's the best but it was you know it was still a good Mario game and it's just an odd omission when every other single mainline console Mario game is now going to be available on the Switch. Why isn't Galaxy 2 included in this package. I do. Is it coming later? Is it going to be DLC? Are they planning on it being a separate release? It just seems odd that it's the only one that's missing. Surely if they did it as a separate release, they'd do Galaxy 1 and 2 as a collection. Is what I would have thought. And then everybody's going to buy Galaxy again. Because... <laughs> <laughs> no, I would just download it. Because, I, just I mean, let's it. also mention that this 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 3D All-Stars pack is supposedly a limited release only until the end of March. Yeah, that was an odd decision. It is odd. Um... I mean, I'm assuming these games can't cease to be available at all after that. It would be very strange. No, but um, I'm wondering I if they might be packaged in a different that... way that means that they can make continue to make money on them going forward. Yeah, I mean, I can see perhaps that Mario 64 will become part of the Switch Online if they roll out 64 games to the Switch Online. And then perhaps they'll bring Galaxy and Galaxy 2 and Sunshine to the eStore as separate releases. Yeah, that's what you were talking about the other day, wasn't it? I mean, I guess it's also like, I've, I don't know, I've been astonished by all the people who are like, oh, it's a really shitty thing to do, Nintendo. And it's like, there are companies that, that pull this kind of stuff semi-regularly, but they don't tell you up front about it. At least Nintendo's told you. Like, mm. you know that if you want to get it, you got to get it. Yeah, and it sounds like while it's available for a limited amount of time, it's not going to be available in limited quantities because it's available digitally. Anybody that wants this, so long as they have a Switch before the end of March, can get a copy of it. It's not like the mad rush for the NES Mini Classic, yeah. the SNES Mini Classic, yeah. where it was a physical item that was made in limited quantities. Yeah, Anybody can get this if they want it, so long as they have it before the end of March. The other thing that I've seen everyone, um, what some people, blowing up about on Twitter is the price. Um, I thought the price was amazing. Like, I'm so happy... £50 for those three games is pretty damn good. Yeah. Three of the highest rated games of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's also, as I saw as I saw one person saying reply, like, well, go on eBay and see what price you can get Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy 4, and then realise this is cheaper. Yeah. So, <laughs> like... I mean, that's true. And those are running on the Switch, portable, in HD. Exactly, exactly. So, one last final thing for episode one. And it's related to the Mario 35th Direct. Merchandise and Mario being put in fucking everything. I felt like this was the section of of the Super Mario 35th Direct where it was just like, you get a Mario and you get a Mario and you get a Mario. As it was like, here's Splatoon, here's Animal Crossing, (laughs) here's um, Smash Brothers, here's what we're doing in the Mario Kart Tour game. And it's just like, wow, like this is just everywhere. Tell you what, though, I really want that merch. 
Because that merchant's beautiful. I've, I've, I've registered interest on the store because I want the t-shirt and the tote bag because I don't have too many of those already. And <laughs> the mug and the travel mug, they're all really pretty. <laughs> it's just such a shame we're not getting the pins over here in... Oh, I'm so pissed we're not getting In Europe. Purchase. Why are they just in the US? I don't I understand. Don't um, Nintendo, if you're listening, give us the damned pins. But like... So I've had other good merch in our version of the store that they haven't had in America. Yeah. Well, give us I Japanese mean, you know, merch. I don't care about the stuff that we got that they didn't. <laughs> I care about the stuff that they got that we didn't. Yes. <laughs> correct I mean, way we around. got a uh, Samus Returns special edition. That they yeah, I'm, a, I'm aware, you know, over here in Europe, <laughs> we do get really good special editions that the States often do not get. Well, that is a them problem. Um... But yeah, I, I will probably be buying the merch, if I'm perfectly honest. Just because, you know, it's fucking beautiful. I'm going to want to get me those Splatfest t-shirts. Weren't they America only? I don't think those ones are. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll need to find out. But like, we'll find if... it. But they were in our trailer, so I'm assuming I'm going to be able to get them. But we will see. Because I want... It, I... I actually watched the US version of that, so I didn't see if there was anything... Um... UK specific. See, I don't. It was just. It was just that we had, you know, Peggy at the beginning and all that kind of stuff. You know, mm. it was. It was clearly UK, a UK version. I mean, I don't play Splatoon, and I want those Splatoon t-shirts. <laughs> just really, <laughs> they're just really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, they they're going to be expensive, though. The final Splatfest ones were so expensive. They yes, were like which thirty-five why, pounds a t-shirt. Which is why I didn't buy them. Yeah. I was like, I'm not paying thirty-five pounds for a pricey. t-shirt. What do you call this? Fucking All Saints. For the final Splatfest, and there will now have been at least two more Splatfests since that final Splatfest. Yes. Yeah. Well, but this is this is the only. This will be the. This is the first time they've actually coded a new Splatfest. You know, the other ones have been reruns. Yeah, that's yeah, true. true, true. Um, but yeah, the game the game that they said they were done updating is getting another update with another Splatfest and with new gear. It's just yeah. <laughs> that's how much they love Mario. Apparently so. They this is like know. this is like the Platoon. year of Luigi to the power of ten thousand. Yeah, won't just be a couple of games like it was for and the, and an exciting thought for us all. Next year's the thirty fifth anniversary of the Legend of Zelda. Don't even. Let's hope they've set a precedent. Don't oh. even. I Another mean... concert. I'd lose my shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that's that's all. The news we have, all the shit we have to talk about. So that's the end of episode one, folks. Thank you for joining us. You can find us on all of the platforms, fucking all of them. So you've got no excuse. And if you come and follow us on Twitter at Queers at Play, um, you can stay in touch and hear about new episodes and chat with us and stuff. Yeah. I think it's time to go play some more football guys, isn't it? Yeah. More full guys. Maybe some maybe some fourteen for a break. We'll make a change. <laughs>